We have returned for Division A and B. For those who have been watching, for those who are in the audience, welcome us along with Tsukotiba, the uh, new sounds and delightful soundscapes for Calling the Audible. This is, of course, Calling the Audible. You are, of course, Simo Dajne. Hi. I thought we fired you. You tried. He's going to be fired. But I like cockroaches. You could push me down the, the, the drain, but I'll come back. See, your cockroaches have to Or like Chumbawamba. You have to actually no. kill me. See, your cockroach. Wait, wait, so I have to actually kill you? Is yes. that a promise? I'll come back. Will you Can you tell me a little you. bit about yourself? Uh, I've been here for too long. Uh, I've been here so long that people wonder what is going to happen if I'm not there for the show. Nothing's going to happen. They're worried. Be much better. They're worried. It's like, who's this Stefano guy? People love me. Right? No one Eagle? knows who right you Eagle? are. Eagle knows who I am. <laughs> He's um, knows Eagle's not am. people. Simo knows who I am. Mo That's knows true. who I am. Whenever he decides, we spent to show three up. years telling people don't speak to Eagle, don't act like he's people, don't treat him like he's people. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's like it's like a don't feed the gremlins after midnight. Yeah. Same mm, kind of thing. Fair enough. Same thing. Uh, Stefan Berardi is actually yep. joining us all season long. That's me. He's Thank here. Simo, as uh, he's going to be the most consistent member of the podcast because I'm definitely going to miss at least two weeks. No, you're not. I will. I no, no it's already <laughs> right. I spoke to Natalia. You, you're coming back for this and then going back again. I pay both your flight tickets. All right, then I'm down. I'm, I, that's fine. I get, I get. Wait, I get two full drinking days in airports. Oh my god, <laughs> life is great. No, no, you have to be sober when you get here. No, sir. I've never done that before. I won't start now. <laughs> Stefano Berardi, that's me. What is your greatest professional achievement? Winning FPF Employee of the Year in 2017. So there we go. That's that's why he's here. That is why he I'm also here. watches more show, more games, more show, more shows than anyone in FPF. More shows. Uh, <laughs> often a lot, a lot. Eagle has asked us to uh, handle this like a job interview. Yep. It's really weird. It's so, really Eagle, strange. what do you love about this? He has this the job? weirdest requests at all times. I don't know. Introduce yourselves. Okay. Introduce yourself, yeah. Eagle. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the job, Eagle? Um, Eagle, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hopefully on a yacht in the middle of like Bora Bora or Maui. That'd be pretty nice. Or so, in the middle of countries. So I think, I think so he wants so to be. So, in so are, you, are you in a he yacht wants, store? He wants to be <laughs> in the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, he's the guy that did, that doesn't I mean, have a port. If I, be, if I can be like Dan Blitzerin without being an asshole, that's pretty much what I'd like so to be. Except I am an asshole, so I'm just though? not handsome. Also, you didn't mention your girls, so problematic, man. How's that going? He's the guy that bought Ferrari gear, but doesn't have a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Eagle. That's Eagle. Boat shoes, no boat. Eagle, what are your thoughts about the star method when it comes to resolution conflict? The star method? I'm reading this off the internet, guy. You told me to treat it like an interview. <laughs> that is a terrible question. I mean, I can is only imagine you have to do it at night when the sky is clear, so I'm against it. Have you ever. <laughs> so I've done this, by the way, in interviews. I specifically ask questions I don't know the answer to. That's the best way that, to But that are like irrelevant. I just want to see how they react. Mokan gets frustrated when we do that. Yeah. Because then he doesn't win, Mokan. and then. He, what do you mean you know more about cricket than I do? I imagine Mokan no, is a terrible racist. chef. He probably is a terrible chef. I, I, I would never hire him. Yeah, I don't think he's very good. He's got other qualities. But Division A and B, that was cooking this week. But only was for, it though? Only for four o- Only four and six. So it wasn't cooking much. It was well, like I mean, an appetizer. It's like an appetizer. Exactly. It was an appetizer. Six percent. Yeah. It's a main meal. Yeah. So that exposes a bigger problem perhaps. Just no entrees. Uh, or just entrees. Yeah, so just entrees. So the Tapas. Two games in Division B didn't play, but both Division A games played. Uh, Dirty Dogs, Dad Bods. Sorry, Sean Abram. And uh, Dream Killers BYOB will play at another time. Mm-hmm. Your game is not canceled; it's just rescheduled. But you can sit with us outsiders. Great game. Uh, yeah, it was a very, very good game. So uh, I was surprised a little bit by this because let's see what I did there. It's like yeah, I'm learning. First half, uh, you outsiders dominated completely. Mm-hmm. Outsiders were at this game in control. They were up uh, three scores, twenty points, 
and uh, Alex Olawak looked uncomfortable. So uh, you can say what else we're missing, guys. Chris Miller wasn't there. Uh, Alex Olawak was playing both ways, which is not super. Like he, when he's playing quarterback, he doesn't want to play defense, which is understandable. But in this case, he didn't have a choice. There were only six. So Alex Olawak played rusher most of the game and quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not the most comfortable position to be in. Uh, and you know you're going to go toe-to-toe with Kevin White and you're going to have to put up 40 points. Or 38. So they, he threw a bad interception. Well, okay, so it wasn't a bad interception. It was more like the craziest catch I've seen Kevin White make all, like, all career mm-hmm. where he tipped it. He basically played corner because also outsiders were missing a bunch of guys. Kevin White played defense most of the game. Uh, he was playing corner, trailing. The ball was a little bit on the throne inside instead of outside. He tipped it up trying to tip it away from the receiver and as soon as he started coming down he realized the ball was within reach so he one-handed his own tip with the same hand yeah it was pretty good like so i feel like two guys two quarterbacks who get the least amount of respect for their athleticism is alex Holloway and kevin wyatt they're both phenomenal athletes um and kevin wyatt every time i see him play defense is making plays so He's he's a division A caliber DB. Mm-hmm. It's just he doesn't necessarily want to play defense because he he plays quarterback for a team and so the outsiders had, had a very strong first half. They they scored twenty seven. Uh, you can sit with us. Managed to score right before half to sort of squeeze it to fifteen points and a twenty one or twenty. Uh, and then the outsider you can sit with us. Started with the ball in the second half. Scored again. So they they squeezed that to like a nine point lead. Came away through an interception to James O'Ion, who made a circus catch. He jumped. The guy was running a hook. He jumped around the guy, put his hands in his chest, and caught it for him. Did he show off his tattoos? Uh, no, but he should have because it was a sick catch. Mm-hmm. And uh, that allowed you c- you can sit with us to score again and then just be like a, a convert difference instead of being down three scores. Mm-hmm. And then you c- the outsiders look flustered in the second half. They didn't look the same. Uh, Wade Jr. Shawcross played well, but he's not a Division One receiver. What I'm saying is, is so you said this is this surprises you. There's a few things to th- consider. One, Alex Holloway to me has been one of the most impressive stories in the last two three seasons. Yeah. Um. So I I don't I think it's no longer unfair to consider him no. and, and Kevin White in the same breath in terms of talent. I'm not talking I'm not talking yeah. about accomplishments obviously. No, no. But in terms of just pure talent, and. Then you look at the surrounding cast for you can't sit with us compared to you know Wade Shawcross is not necessarily again like you said a top. Well, so he's not a terrible player. No, but he's a good no. player. He's just he's not a, he would be a very good division C wide. If you look no. at ratings, outsiders outsiders team fit division B. It's just because Which is Kevin crazy. is throwing, and with Kevin at ninety eight rating yeah. on top of that, and they're still below five hundred. The problem is Serge Pilon wasn't there, right? So that's so it. they were missing pieces. That's yeah, they were missing a bunch of pieces. They were trying out. Two new guys and Jesse Patterson and uh, Jonathan. Yeah, Jesse Patterson has been a good player. Did they played with uh, the Pilon and uh, Tam when they were and in co-ed. The co-ed. Yeah, yeah, he's a very and good they, player. They but were impressed. Well, this was gonna say this looks like this looks like a co-ed team with Kevin Wyeth. Pretty much, that, that's, that's sort of what it was. It's all those guys too. from that without court. the women too. They, they they cheated more on Pat Jerome intentionally, and what really killed outsiders is they got to the red zone. Uh, they were up or tied or whatever. They got to the red zone. And Matt Bond hurt, got got hurt. Like so he rolled his ankle or something, and you you could see. Well, what happened was, um, and Terry Tam and Matt Bond got into it after the game. Um, the, the details are funny, or the story are funny, so I'll talk about it. Um, so Danny Demore and um, and Matt Bond go knee to knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is screaming at Danny Demore. It's an it was an accident. Dude's trying to play. Okay, I wouldn't say screaming. 
I well, was there. Again, uh, this is his description. Right. Um, it, it definitely could have been because it continued after the game as well. Um, yes, but after the game, apparently Matt Bond, as condescendingly as possible, <laughs> was telling um, Daniel Moore he need to learn how to decelerate. To which oh. Terry Tam replied, "You need to learn to decelerate your mouth," <laughs> which is pretty funny. I gotta give yeah. him credit. I so gotta give him credit. That was funny. So Matt Bond was mad because he got hurt mm-hmm. playing, and also he needs his body to work because he's a trainer. Yeah. So you can't really allow like if he's hurt, he doesn't work. Right, so I understand. So, but lot this happens to guys. Oh yeah, yeah. listen, it is what it is. It it looked, it didn't look as bad as they made it to be, mm-hmm. and which I is usually the case. Also, yeah. did it did it occur to you that it was intentional? Of course, no, it was not. In so no way, there we go. In no way intentional. They just his body so positioning was. I know Danny Demore. No, no, he's the guy weighs 160 pounds, maybe. <laughs> Most of his body weight is cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and the thing is like. I also know the personality. Legit, I'm sure no. it happened. He was like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, it was one of those goofy moments where he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. And he was trying to play the ball. He realized too late where he was. He tried to play the ball and he ended up r- crashing into somebody. Yeah. It wasn't really like, I en- I wanted to be here so you he couldn't run your route. It was more like, I was trailing somebody else, realized the ball was thrown to my right side. I was going left. So I stopped here and the receiver sort of ran into me as I played the ball. So it, it was more like a really one of those bang, bang plays. It sucked because yeah. Matt Bond got hurt and in the process and he was snapping for outsiders because Sasha Pillen wasn't there and when they got to the red zone they basically lost their snapper as a receiver mm-hmm. and it really affected the way outsiders played yeah. offense they couldn't score on that drive outsiders got the ball back down two drove the field scored no one so it, it sort of changed the flow of the game but also you allowed three scores like three points 18 points back to back to back without because of a stupid interception and stuff like that so outsiders defense was very mad too yeah, and the thing is, look, we're and and like we're making light of the situation just because it's the thing we do. We're not making light of the injury, obviously. No, we never like when someone gets hurt, what? especially in a non-contact sport. Every time someone gets injured, that they're unable to play, it does suck. Look, I've missed I've it missed really days of work suck. for FPM. Like, it sucks. I, like, what is that? Like, that no, shouldn't be course. the case, but shit happens. But, but also, don't get mad at people for making that's a mistake. And, that's, and that's the thing is, like, no, but if you thought it was intentional, I seriously doubt that because anymore it would be like. Yeah, you no, good. W- yeah, it wasn't intentional. Like, my bad. And if it would have been yeah. intentional, you would have done it way differently. Like it would have been dirtier. Would have been sliding at somebody. Right? With a weapon, I would imagine. Uh, maybe. Because he's weapon. too small to. Would like hip check. Like, small been hip check. like if you look at the two of them, like they're both equal height though. Yes, but the frame. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one is one is, one is one is one fifty muscle. The other one's one sixty cigarettes. So it's almost. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair. I saw uh, Ashton and our Braves. Uh, Ashtag and I were missing a lot of guys. No yeah. Corey Pecker. They had Ryan Kastner play quarterback for them. Uh, yeah, but I think he's going to be their quarterback more of the season. Though. Yeah, I, I don't know about the Corey situation, but they're mi- they'll be missing guys most likely. Um, yeah, but that's always been their problem, though. Yeah, like, they, they have solid athletes, but like who shows up? Who doesn't? They, they play well in the second half. Uh, Kweezy had a crazy catch in the end zone. But aside from that, honestly, uh, Braves were in control the whole game. They were up 15 at halftime. Uh, and Braves were hands down tired they played a tournament all weekend so it was like their seventh game of the weekend mm-hmm. and uh, it looked like they, they didn't really want to be there so they were just bombing 40 bombs it and it worked that, yeah yeah they, <laughs> and R couldn't stop couldn't do anything yeah well, they have the height of that it's Brave. tough because again missing players yeah. against but also was Brave Braves were missing arguably the best team in FPF this, this summer yeah, but Braves had Jesse Dupuy playing for them because they were missing guys. But he's yeah. a good player. They had Marc-André Lapointe <laughs> missing. Yeah, they had good players, but Josh, their best players weren't there. Yeah, okay, okay. So 
So they had J.D. Chevalier, but John A.P. wasn't there. Yeah, but see, J.D. Chevalier could take over as number one easily. But that, that's what he did. Yeah, yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like it's a, a also, big difference. Also, the Braves' offense allows anybody to be successful. Yeah, that, that their system there yeah, is yeah, yeah, with yeah. Pierce Hand, Snapper. Yeah, so they're gonna, Braves are going to be good, but the Braves were also missing guys. Okay. And uh, they look like a very dominant Div 1 team, where Ashtag and R look like a tired. team that just moved up. Imagine if they were not tired. Yeah. And like, but if and they had right, Corey Pecker, the game would have been different because yeah. Corey, Corey at this Pecker point, Corey's better system. than Ryan Castro. It's his system, and yeah. scoring six points. And again, it's also that it's, this is his team. It's right? his like team. Right? Ryan Castro just stepped yeah. in because they needed a quarterback. But you can't, to throw but you can't score six points in the first half and they win. You're yeah. not going to win games this way. Like they struggled to off the gates and they couldn't do much in the first half, which put them in a hole they couldn't get out of. Yeah. So that's um, the Sorry? Two games. That's it for Divi. That's it for Divi. Yeah, because they only have four teams. Yeah. Um, well, we'll talk. We'll, well, let's cover the Division B games, and then we'll get into like some of the information about. You know, we're gonna let people know how crossovers and playoffs will work. Yeah, it starts in week three, by the way. Yeah, the crossover starting well, week again. Three. We'll talk about games first. Mm-hmm. Is the thing I said. Let go on. Um, Alpha T's tie Jasmine and Sons. Jasmine and Sons sound like they're a name of a terrible band. <laughs> um, cover band for someone. So, Justin Sons was missing Tam Villadette, which is going to be a big player for them this season. Would uh, he be their quarterback? No. No, Frederick Vien is the quarterback. Oh, Frederick. Okay. But uh, they have Pat Jerome instead. So, I mean, you know, yeah. like it's, it's yeah. better. But Alpha T is really impressed me in this game. I think that Justin Sons is the better, is the best Division B team. And Alpha T's do what Alpha T's do, where uh, they find ways to be competitive, stay in the game, and sort of close it out when it matters. And, um, Listen, I'm looking forward to see what Alphys are able to do in Division B this season. It's the same team, basically, that moved up. They mm-hmm. had J.D. Chevalier for this game only because they were missing guys also. Everybody seemed to be missing guys. Oh, and Mike Piercing? Yeah, Mike Piercing is on the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah team, he joined them, uh, J.D. Chevalier match. isn't on the team, but he was just subbing because yeah. the, the schedule matched the uh, Braves. So we'll see what happens with uh, the Alphys, but I'm confident they'll be able to compete. And considering what they've done this week, uh, and like, who ties, man? I know. I predicted a tie. Yeah. Well, Stefano I predicted a tie. It's so. true. And it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. No. So the game I saw, because Simon couldn't play seniority on me like he did. <laughs> so the game <laughs> I witnessed was the game that Simon was playing, or else he probably would have put me in a seniority situation. Yeah, that go, it go back to Phil one, Stefano. I, <laughs> I watched the uh, two and a half alcoholics. I don't understand what the purpose of that is. Two and a half dance is Joy yeah, Taylor's I know, team. Alcoholics I know. is Paul Pierre's I know. I know. One, guy's, like, one guy's still like Who's half an alcoholic? The first, the first step, the first step is admitting of a problem. Danny. So the half alcoholic hasn't admitted it. Yeah, who's going to be the half alcoholic? Danny. Uh, Danny. Don Benevento. Don Benevento, half alcoholic? Yeah. All right, man. He, uh, he seems like the kind of guy to do the other thing besides drinking. But anyways, I watched his game. And... Uh, <laughs> What? What do you mean <laughs> terrible? You know terrible. what I meant. Guy. Yeah, that was weird. There you go. How is it weird? Just go on, man. I well, made, I tried to make it weird. This is what happened. Yeah. Well, you always do. Anyways. So, Simon <laughs> had a decent game. I saw one throw in this game. <laughs> you saw and one that one throw it was, an, was interception. an interception. Of which, which I immediately laughed followed. so yeah. loud. And then after, it was immediately followed by a comment from P saying, that's the Simon I know. Yeah, it was the last for the half. <laughs> and that is the so Simon good. we all know. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Juggernaut Simon showed up somehow in this game. What's interesting though is 
is the receiver was open, but like you threw the corner like completely flat. Like oh yeah, it was. A, we were running. It was definitely post wheel, and it was a wheel. It was a wheel okay. through. But uh, the the intent was if I put everybody sitting in the end zone, so I'll hit him just before, and if somebody misses a tackle, we're scoring on last bit of half from past midfield. But he was open over the top. Like no, Palapia was sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. From my angle, it looked so, like. From so my angle, it looked so like. I was he thinking if I hit him in front, and then he sneaks by Paul, we're scoring. But if I'm going for a jump ball against Palapia, we're not winning that. Yeah. So, anyways, we tried something. Didn't work. Didn't really matter. Uh, two and a half all the call. didn't play five. well, man. Joey had didn't. Joey Taylor was off. Yeah, he had a bad game. There Rafael, Sean is probably laughing if he's listening. Or Rafael Morelli dominated. Joey Taylor was off. Yeah, yeah. Raph Morelli made Joey uh, look more unorthodox than he already is, but oh, yeah. to the point that he didn't work. Because Joey Taylor, he's unorthodox, but it works. But this time, Raph Morelli yeah. made him more unorthodox. Joey got away so with so many flat guards that he was laughing. Mm. He was after every play. He was looking at me, just laughing. Yeah, I'm getting away with it. The problem is he was playing a rusher that's stubborn enough to say you're gonna get away with it. Try it every single. We'll try it again and again and again. And at some point, like Joey's left hand in front of the rusher won't work every single time. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you got scared. Yeah. So that was one of the beautiful parts where uh, Rafael Morelli really was the defense for that game, where he played really well. And uh, Joey struggled. Like, he didn't look like himself. He was no, throwing he a lot of incompletes. It could also be the week one rust, right? That's usually yeah. what Yeah, well, he hasn't played this But week he also never looks good. It just works. Yeah, his, he, his, his whole listen, quarterback... Joey's not about looks. Honestly, his whole quarterback <laughs> demeanor is just like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. Yeah, but it worked. He didn't, play well in the fir- he didn't play well in the red zone. We had two red zone stops, which is un- unusual for Joey. Usually that's where he succeeds the most. And uh, listen, we, we lightweight found a way to score and drive, drive the field, and we killed mm-hmm. clock. We were up by five with two minutes left, and we got a we killed clock, got a first down, and called it. So now that we've living in reality with four division A teams, mm-hmm. and we're going to have crossover games. Yes. Can you explain that concept as well as the playoffs and what happens if teams have players on? They team? already do. I already so see something happening. Like so, that. the the reason why there's crossover games to begin with is because since there's only four teams in A. You can't play. We don't want guys to play the same team three times and then one team four times, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, because you already played them in the winter, you're going to play them in the fall, and you're going to play them in the playoffs. It's a bit much. So we're every, so Div A is going to play each other twice, and then they're going to play four crossover games. Now, like you said, the problem with the crossover games is some guys play A and B. So we've tried to mitigate that as much as possible by creating crossovers so you don't play each other. Problem is, there's a few teams in A including you can sit with us that has four guys that has guys on four different B teams at some point there's only so much we can do yeah right so so we told the captains coming in we're gonna have to violate at least one of these crossovers because we (laughs) there's only so many options so there is a few conflicts for uh, like a guy playing on both teams essentially he's gonna have to choose who he wants to play for so friendships will be cost yes uh, that should be fun, but it's gonna, it's going to create different games. I think some of the B teams are are better than we give them credit for. Uh, listen, at the end of the day, Which I don't think why you know they should have stepped up and played Division A. In I the don't think place. anybody's going to actually beat Braves this season, but yeah, they're, they're, they're uh, to be far and away the best. Like but are you they for the same championship? Sorry, they're playing for the same championship. No, no, B and A are two different championships. Oh, okay, so but at the same time, you can sit with us. Just moved up the one, right? So it's not too far fetched to say they're a Division Two team. Which again, it's not too far-fetched to say that some of these B team are Division Two teams. So we could have some fun games against, like you can sit with us and Ashley and R against, like Justman and Sons, for instance. It's just going to come down to say, uh, I think they're better. They're reason they're in the division above. But do you really want to play the same team four times? No. 
We're mm, getting a question a... in general about the caps for A and B and the crossover game. So just to remind everyone, the cap for Division A is 545 mm-hmm. and no quarterback cap. Mm-hmm. The cap for Division B is 500 with an 82 quarterback cap. Mm-hmm. No, and not 82. That 90. sounds low, no? 90 quarterback cap. 90, I'm sorry. I'm thinking thief. So 90 quarterback cap for B. When an A team plays a B team, do they retain their existing caps? Yes. Okay, so the B team doesn't go up to 545 no. for that game and can bring in ringers for that one game. No. Okay. Also, Simo, can you explain what the playoff format will be for Division A? So Division A, the playoff format is a little bit trickier than what we've done before. So the first seed is going to play the second seed. The third seed is going to play the fourth seed. The winner of the first seed against the second seed goes straight to the finals. The loser plays the winner of the other matchup, the divi- the three against four. Mm-hmm. So three against four is basically playing a game to make the playoffs. The loser goes home. The winner plays the loser of one against two, and the winner that goes to the finals. So if you're fi- so if you're first or second seed, you basically get a free playoff game. Where if you win, you make the pl- the finals. If you lose, you get another shot at it, playing yeah. against the remaining teams. So I- this format valorizes. The regular season because be finishing first or second changes gives you an extra shot at the playoffs. Whereas finishing third and third and fourth, you you have to be basically be two teams to make the playoffs. Um, s- because there's only four teams, other formats felt a bit weird, and we felt bad telling a team you're not going to play in the playoffs on the finals because you finish first. Yeah, like, at least get two games out of it. Uh, Division B is going to be very straightforward. Six out of eight make oh, the playoffs. That'll be the normal. Two, two, yeah. the top two are buys. Three against six, five against four, and then the two buys come in, play their yep. remaining seeds. Eagle, time. It is time for the week of the games of the week. Okay. That was awful. Yes, it was. <laughs> okay. Um, let's do all the games, because why not? Okay. Because okay. there's only six enemies. So, Braves versus Outsiders. I think even if the Outsiders have uh, Pilon, uh, Braves are a better team this season. Give me Braves. Yeah, the Braves are too stacked. Yeah, I think Braves are very good. T- I think outsiders will need a few weeks because they're still tweaking the roster. They're missing guys. They're trying to look. They're, <laughs> they're still looking for a rusher. So. Yeah, All right. They found somebody, but are they keeping them? Next game. Hashtag NR versus you can sit with us. Iksu. Um. Look, if hashtag NR have Corey Packer, they're better. But yeah, they're very I don't think at this point. Corey Packer is a better quarterback than Alex Hollaback. So give me you can sit with us. Yeah, I'll take you can sit with us. I think they're finally going to have the roster and although I won't have to play defense, which makes the team better. So. Yeah, you can sit with us. is going to win. BYOB versus two and a half alcoholics. Jeez, these guys should get drunk beforehand. Um, they really should. They probably r- get drunk together. You think we bring your own breasts. They're, they're strong across <laughs> right. the board. But bring I, your own chicken, bro. I can't imagine... Wow, that really took a turn. Um, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine Joey Taylor's going to struggle as much as he did the first week around. So give me two and a half alcoholics. Uh, I think the pro. I I have to agree. The way two and a half the alcoholics played on defense, uh, they they shifted off too much. I think they're going to correct themselves, and BYOB is going to struggle a little bit. Yeah, m- give me two and a half alcoholics. We also have lightweight versus Jasmine and Sons. Lightweight got their only win of the season. Oh, we're going to get trashed. Congratulations. Okay, we're going to get trashed. Yeah, yeah, Jasmine um, and Sons, Jasmine and Sons again, you the name of a terrible band. Uh, but I won't listen to your music. Don't they sound like a band? But I'll watch Fred Vini throw 700 touchdowns <laughs> against Lightweight. <laughs> so give me Jasmine and yeah, Sons. Yeah, Jasmine and Sons. Again, your music would be so trash. No, no. They'll probably have one like big song and then nothing it, else. It'll be catchy, but it's like one of those music, it's one of those songs you hear and you're like, 
hear the first time, like, yeah, it's not bad. And then, like, the 46th time on the radio, again, Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yeah, exactly. You see, I'm not the only guy that says it. Yeah, you're getting slapped. You were the only one who said it. Oh, yeah, we're going to get washed. You're going to get slapped. It's going to be hilarious. In a game where we know nothing about what these teams play in week one, Dream Killers versus Dirty Dogs. Dirty Dogs moved up to be from uh, Division Three. Uh, they weren't the most dominant Division Three team, but they they fit B. Dream Killers. I have Jeff Rosenblatt quarterback, who's also moving up from Division Four, which is a big gap. Uh, but Dream Killers have a monstrous roster around them. Like it's a very very strong team with a weaker quarterback. Dirty Dogs, the team itself. We'll see. I'm I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with Ryan Lewandowski and who he brings in with the extra cap space that he has. So, so who's your pick? <laughs> your I'm pickers? taking Dream Killers. Yeah. I'm I'm inclined to agree at this one last one. I'm gonna take uh, Dirty Dogs because Jeff Rosenblatt's gonna struggle. Yeah, but Ryan Lewandowski's not gonna be able to run against Khalil. No, I know, but you know he's still pretty quick. I mean, Khalil is probably like his best matchup, to be honest. But like you know, he'll fig- he'll find something to do. But Rosenblatt's probably gonna make mistakes and they'll just capitalize from short yardage. And the last game of the week, Dad Bod versus Alpha Tees. So this is interesting because on one side you have, you know, just consistent quarterback play. On the other side you have a future Hall of Famer named Jesse Supreme. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing is with with Dad Bod, uh, side, it's it's a strong roster. Um, Sean Abram has a ton of tools at his disposal. It's hard to say Alpha Tees will win this game, but I will because. <laughs> No, I, I can, honestly, I can't even say it. Like, even as a joke, it's, it's tough. I don't know. I can't see a way that that just loses this game. That said, would it shock me if they do? No, because Alpha T's are insanely competitive, and they, they, they just make things work. And it's, it's one of these sports cliches I absolutely hate, but they have a, a lot of athleticism. Clutch gene. No, it's not clutch gene. It's not that. It's dumb. It's not a thing. Um, <laughs> if there was such a thing as a clutch gene, you would never have been born. I just don't have it. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, through evolution, like you couldn't be possible because the clutch gene would have evolved at some point through all of human history, well, so that, sure so I'm that honest. your parents could never have met each other because that would have been clutch. Okay, <laughs> that's a so, mindfuck. <laughs> Listen, I didn't know how I was gonna get to the end. But of you that got to the end. That's very good. But probably. I got there. You're proud of you. You're just like talking, and then you yeah, realize you're digging like, yourself okay, in a grave. This is a loop. This is a loop. No. I'm okay, here. so I'm digging myself. Uh, Honestly, I'm get I, out think, this thing. I think that balls will be too strong for Alpha T's, But if it's if it's an upset in the, end of the week, I, I won't be surprised. I I think Alpha T's are going to be able to squeak by. It's going to be a very close game. Yeah. But uh, I think Alpha T's will find a way, like you said. They and the fact that Dabaz hasn't played this season yet. It's going to have a, like a small... T- it's their week one game, essentially, against a team that played it already. Uh, I give the edge to Alpha T's. Alpha T's are going to get into Sean Abrams' head. And uh, it's, it's going to cost them. It's not. Just the things I it said take here will get... Yeah, by head. saying that Jesse Debris is a future Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> Haters. You does, know my feelings Justin for Spie- Sean because of Madden, so don't Does Jesse Debris make it before uh, <laughs> Sean Abrams? Jesse Debris makes it before Sean Abrams. Shots. Probably I don't think he's a little this season yet. The next year, Jesse Debris. In two years. I mean, Sean Table is a gang. <laughs> It'll be interesting. It'll it will be interesting. interesting. It's going to be a nice race. Uh, that's it, boys. That's all the games on the slate for Division A and B. Yes, sir. For uh, myself, yourself, Simon Dajne, don't come back. You uh, won't Stephen come back. Uh, again, joining us all season long, along with the music of Asugo Chiba. We might need I'm going to get it right one we might time. Need to change. I want to say Mitch Chiba, and I don't know who that is. 
Is that a person who played FPS? Yes, Miss Shiba. It's yeah. in my head. All right. For Miss Shiba, who's not here, for the silentary time, the strong and silentary time, and for the weak and loud, Eagle Master Control, I'm Peace Del Reese. You've been awesome. Thank you all for letting me be myself. That's not catching on. Oh.